Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the episode of the Love and Reality Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. I am excited. Very, very, very excited. Not to say everything else hasn't been excited for the last few months, but... We've been covering the traders. We've been covering the trust, a game of greed. We've been covering so many things. We've got interviews up for both of those things. However, we are back with the most popular and our favorite reality TV show in the land. Love is Blind Season 6 has arrived. And I'm so, so, so excited to break this down, folks. This is one crazy and wild Ride. I can promise you that you're listening to this episode. I have seen the entire season, and this season has blown me away like none other. And I can promise you this season is a thousand percent better than season five. Folks, before we jump in, if you can do me a favor and hit that subscribe button, hit the like button if you're over on the YouTube channel, if you're over here on Spotify, uh, Apple. Wherever you listen to your podcast, hit that subscribe. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It gives the opportunity to get the Love and Reality podcast out to the masses. But before we dive in, one programming note for here on my podcast, folks. Over on the podcast, you will get episodes one, two, and three recapped together into one episode. On the YouTube channel, I'm going to do episodes per episode breakdown and recaps over on the YouTube broken up. But if you're looking here on the YouTube and you're looking for a compiled list of the same three episodes, wow, jump in, jump right, oh, John Bond, jump right over to the um, your podcast platforms and just click on the button that says subscribe, love in reality podcast, and you will see it. Like, subscribe, and jump in. Let's talk season six of Love is Blind. Obviously, we're starting off in the pods. We're talking to the cast and everybody's getting a vibe and what they're looking for. Um, I'll tell you what, there is an opening, um, there's an opening montage that I don't remember seeing before. But if you're if you're listening to this and just happen to just stumble upon this and like, oh, Love is Blind is back, do not watch this. I feel like it gives away too much of what's ahead for this season. But um, if you guys could refresh my memory and just remind me, like, does this happen all the time? Because I don't feel like it does. If it did, maybe I just skipped it, skipped it in the in, in the past. But um, we're in the women's quarter and Nick and Vanessa arrived. Dion said she, he is looking for uh, someone physically attracted. AD said um, people look at her because she wants... Um, she wants someone on her inside. Trevor says the same thing. Kenneth is 25. Jessica is nervous when she, someone here, what, what she's going, somebody's going to say when she ever they, she lets him know she has a child. Look, I love this. Um, I really, really love this because um, she says she wants the people to get to know her first before telling anyone. Look, bringing a, you're already in an interesting experiment, right? You're in this experiment where you are meeting somebody on the other side of this wall for the first time. Like you haven't even met each other. You're falling in love. You're getting engaged. 
throwing the wrench in that you have a kid is a whole different dynamic here. But for me personally, very, very excited about this one. The pods are open. We see a montage of everyone kind of chatting it up. Trevor says everyone judges him on his mullet and muscles, and he thinks that he has a low-key meathead. Well, prove us otherwise there, Trevor. Uh, he matches with Chelsea, and his dog's name is Chelsea. Um, you know, he talks about five things that make him smile. Dog, sunny day, butterflies, a good movie. He mentions notebook and a walk to remember, and a fresh, cu fresh cut lawn are some of his favorite things. Look, this guy to me, like Trevor is a character that... Going into this, I was like, man, this is going to be a guy that I feel like we're all going to be rooting for this entire season. He was a guy that I mentioned in my Meet the Cast video that I said he looked like a Best Buy salesman. Um, and you know what? It's kind of crazy because when you're watching this, it almost comes off a little fake, but it just looks very genuine. It's just some of the most random things. He just seems like a very down-to-earth guy that... that really is just looking for love and it, it's crazy to me um jimmy chelsea is talking to jimmy now he has made it a goal to travel and wants to go to every nfl nba and mlb stadium that's really awesome he works remote she is an event planner and a flight attendant jimmy's talking to uh, talks dating 16 people at one time and it being wild yeah i mean duh um jimmy chats up jessica here um with his uh, you know jokingly saying it's his wife there i mean hello i mean we're 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 jumping we're jumping out we're jumping out the gate early aren't we i mean we're already popping in you know calling people's wives i mean can we get a prediction already do we think that do we think that jimmy's gonna you know kind of bite the bullet and be the first person to get engaged to jessica here on the first episode i don't know but um let's see here they are uh, compatible because they're signed and he com uh, compliments her boy. She said he hates it because people say she sounds like Fran Dresser. That's hilarious to me. Um, these two are kind of just hitting it off. Um, Matthew. 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 Matthew has 15 questions written down. She picked um, and he to ask everybody to pick one of the questions and they answer it. She picked 10 what, what she brings to the table for a relationship. She says loyalty. She asked for it in return, and he was lost. He said, uh, talking about his feeling feelings isn't easy. Okay. Sarah Ann says she wants to meet the love of her life, and as she's answering it, Matthew walks out the door. Uh, Sarah, Ann, Sarah Ann hates this guy. I look, like, this guy doesn't even give a chance to anybody to express themselves. Like, he is gone. Like, just gone. And you know what's crazy? Like, some aspects of this is going to be like Matthew is this big dick and douchebag, which is true in one aspect. But the other thing is he's like, ah, I didn't like what I hear and moved on with his life. There's 16 other people to date. You know what I mean? Uh, now he's talking to Amber. She said four. And uh, he said um, he said a few people already answered that. <laughs> oh, man. He said and then out of nowhere, he said Superman had a cold personality to start. I just. I'm. AD asked him, what, uh, what are you looking for? And he said, I'm doing this to, to be a C-less celebrity, which was hilarious. He said, this is awkward for him. He's from a small town of 600 people. Showing emotion is his weakness. Being in a dating position is the scariest thing possible, but he's here. Okay. He said he's going to try and win her over. He said he sees he's seeing a therapist and gives her one-word answers. Her therapist was shocked he was doing the show. AD is from Boston, a huge city and opposite, but feels like he is a great guy. Very weird start. But I'm really liking the AD and Matthew chemistry. It's definitely one of those things that uh, was, was, I don't know, it's, 
like, I get it, right? Like Matthew here on the stages, maybe he's a little awkward, maybe he's a little weird, or maybe it's like, maybe he's got to rip the Band-Aid off. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's got to try to figure out, all right, let me, let me see if, you know, this is my guy, you know what I mean? Or this is my girl, or how am I vibing with this person? Like it, it's, it's something that I really think that we underestimate early in this process of, of trying to get to know people because it can be, it can be sticky. You know what I mean? Like it could be very, very sticky, but uh, all right. So uh, AD is now talking to Clay. He has a spunky personality. He puts on his radio voice and she kind of bust out laughing. He said he wants to, wants a cat, but she said, absolutely not. What's wrong with cats? I like cats. Cats are great. Um, she said she needs the attention. He said he'd kiss her right now. Like this is getting like, this is getting freaky right off the back. He said he's a touchy guy and she likes that. Uh, Dion and Trevor talk about their both number ones being Chelsea. AD is talking up Clay to the girls. Everyone is shocked by Matthew not talking in the men's pods and the girls' pods. Everyone is floored when AD says Matthew talked to her. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, I just, I love that dynamic here. We're cooking breakfast. Um, we got to make sure to highlight that we're eating food in this place. This is a question I have for you guys. All right. All right. This is an honest to God question. Why are these guys dressed in suits? I would be in comfortable sweatpants and comfortable shirts, some shoes, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't understand like why we're dressed up in suits. First off, they can't see us. I understand it's about representing yourself, but these guys don't dress in suits every day. You know what I mean? Like just, just comfortable. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Johnny and Amy are mucking it up. Uh, she loves Japan and anime. Uh, shout out Studio Jibby. Like, love those guys. Big fans of their work. Japan is on his bucket list. Um, they're having a little moment where they're bonding over, um, where they're bonding over some of these different things. He hasn't left the country, but she has been to Spain. He said he his heart melted over her accent. Uh, he's a family guy. She brings up being close to her brother. Uh, these two are cute. Um, I'm going to say that we're probably going to lock it in already between these two. Uh, AD and Clay are chagging it up. AD stands for uh, Amber Desire. He said that he would cuddle with her. They start flirting with one another. These two are kind of cute, but I'm just like, we're already kind of like, what is, what is going on here? All right. Matthew and AD time. He tells her he's been waiting for her all day. He's been able to come out of his shell. And it's, and it's like Loki adorable. Like Matthew is literally like... I'm on cloud nine because of this guy. It really feels like he's just an awkward dude. Um, you know, he just started off slow and I'm starting to dig the guy. She asked for his favorite music genre. He listens to rock and instrumental music. She says she isn't shocked. She likes hip hop and R&B. And uh, he has rhythm. These two have like strong chemistry. I, I, I just, he said one time he did a split and tore his hamstring. Um, her rational fear of a bird will peck her brain out like this. The, the conversations, I love this sometimes. She has a way to talk. Um, she talks to him that doesn't, she doesn't with Clay. And it's cute. Like, I feel like their dynamic and their chemistry is different. Like Clay is a sweet and charmer and like that guy's guy type of thing. I slightly player-ish aspect, I believe too. But um, I'm really, really, really enjoying Matthew and AD to start here. Jimmy and Jessica are eating wings together. Um, really adorable here. These two are enjoying their time together. They're eating hot wings together. He's losing his shit. He's going to blow his nose. And she said it's going to break them up. And he does it. And she hates it. Um, apparently, she um, he said, uh, I blow a nose like a stressed out dad, which is hilarious. 
And then, of course, she says, my husband, it was adorable. He said the first time he walked in, he had a connection immediately. Um, and she reveals the big one. She says she has a 10-year-old daughter. She says it's the most important part of her life and needed uh, needed to know Um, I needed to know that before they go any further. He says, why didn't we talk about that earlier? And she said she wanted to get him to know first. He's low-key freaking out. He sounds nervous, but he said it's not a deal breaker for him. He said, I would like to hear more about it. Uh, it went better than I thought it would at first. However, my big thing is, um, yeah, I just, I think it went better than I thought. I, I it, like watching it. I watched it back twice. Uh, she said the baby daddy was a high school sweetheart. She got pregnant her senior year. They never got married. Broke up a year after she was born. Um, he is present, but they're not together. He said, I have high feeling. Um, and then, of course, he said, I have feelings for her. And he said he really likes her a lot. It's definitely interesting um, hearing him say, you know, it's a lot to take in. And he has to think about it to the camera. Like, I just... And then, of course, he just jumps right into the Chelsea situation. Um, I do just like ready to jump ship after the da daughter situation. It was hilarious. He went to college. He never went to college. He tells her she's the best flight attendant. Uh, this dude is wild. Like he literally just jumped from one person to another, like just to get that dynamic, to kind of get that weird vibe. And now what's funny is she wanted to share something with him and she reveals that she was married already. Like Jimmy knows how to pick these people. Like he picked, not look, not only did he pick the one with the baby, you know, not only did he pick the baby mama, but he also picked the the ex, like ex-wife. Like it's hilarious to me that of the two people he picked in this entire thing, like boom, you know what I mean? He stutters and said it didn't scare him, but he had bigger news dropped on him earlier and it just gets awkward. He gets upsets the shit out of her for bringing up something else. She comes out and says the girls, she's crying. She was upset by his reaction. He picked the one that he that was married and the one that had the kid. Like Jimmy just doesn't realize what he did here. I love this whole entire dynamic. The entire moment here was fantastic for me. Uh, Trevor and Chelsea, um, She said, um, uh, she's having a fun time. He said, let's change the pace up here a little bit. Have you ever told someone you loved them and didn't mean it? She said, three serious relationships, but didn't feel it. He said, same, I respect that. Um, I respect him for that. Like, there's no judgment there. There's no judgment in saying anything like that. Uh, she brings up the marriage again, was very, a married very young for five years. She loved being married and her partner, but she said she didn't feel like it was the true love. He said, he does it doesn't phase him whatsoever. Bingo. That's the response you're looking for. It does not phase him whatsoever. Like, period. Trevor says he wants to want a fairy tale life where there um um people that want a fairy tale life, like their wife hasn't kissed someone, is not like realistic. And that's exactly right. This is the time in their lives to have something bigger happening. She asks, uh, are you really ready for something crazy and serious? And he said, with you. And he said, yes. And she was like, absolutely floored. I'm I'm sold. On Trevor and Chelsea, like these two are perfect dynamic to each other. I love them to death. Amy and uh, Johnny time, he's playing the music to her. What is like, what is happening? Like Loki hilarious. Amy mentions that the pods opens the door saying she has to open. Uh, she just has so much fun with Johnny, but then they're also kind of serious. Um, I love that uh, quite a bit. Um, let's see here. Ben and Sonny are talking like, who the fuck are these people? Like randomly. And then Nolan and Sarah Ann are chatting. Like, who are these people? Uh, chest hair is taco meat. I, I Like, this was just crazy. Like, I feel like it's funny. Like, every, we get to see, like, five seconds of everybody this season. It's kind of weird. Uh, Mackenzie is talking it up. AD is mentioning that nobody is chatting it up in the girls' pod anymore, uh, keeping their kind of men tight to their vest. 
uh, Clay and uh, AD have a date night together. Uh, he said he has a massive ego. No shit. Listen, I want her with Matthew. And he mentions that love is blind, but he wants to know what the physical aspect of her. He talks about the physical appearance and he has to be attracted to her. And then he leans towards like petite lips and a butt. Like he needs to know, like regardless of the emotional connection, she's completely turned off by him wanting to know these type of things. She said it defeats the purpose of what they're trying to do. And she is not happy at all. She said, I want somebody that she wants. I want someone to want me for the inside. Exactly. Like that's the whole, like if this not even called love is blind anymore. It's like speed dating. Like this is all, that's all it is. Like we'll change the name speed dating. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand. Uh, Matthew asked AD if she was up late uh, dating and she said yes. He said not surprised because he's jealous. He said he um, he said guys like me win more. He said I've been thinking about you all the time. He said yesterday something happened. He said he had deep connection and compliments her immensely and felt protective of her and says it feels different. He said a large part of him is the outcome. It's with her or he's walking away alone. He said the only reason he is there is for her. Like what a change of pace. Like what a brilliant change of pace. I love Matthew. Like the best ever. She is shocked. He says he feels validated. It means a lot. I've been wanting this for the moment. She said she's really happy. And he said he hasn't isn't embellishing and is being honest and said he's the greatest accomplishment is finding her. He said after the date, he would want to tell his mother that he finally found her. Like, I just want to cry. She is smitten as can be right now. He said he is comfortable in the silence. He said the engagement process, he doesn't take lightly. He brings up her dad and his and his and his dad. And um, and he doesn't go, he isn't thinking too much because his dad and um uh, just a nice little boom dark humor moment there she's like uh, he brings up her dad just like oh maybe i'll call your dad to ask the proposal and she's like he isn't thinking much because he's dead very funny moment she's asked how important ethnicity is to him and he said not important at all she said you never know when people want to be super specific and he's like say things to him uh, to get the way what clay from him like she kind of was like nitpicking and like picking at him to try to get him to like say some of the things the superficial things that clay were saying and he just wouldn't he wouldn't bite for it um, he said he would leave with her today um, these two are the cutest things ever like i can't wait for these two to break up at the altar rip my heart completely out uh, and then i literally and i say this when i watch this i literally take notes as i'm watching this okay i take notes as i'm watching the show netflix kinetic I was ready to throw everybody under the bus. At the end of episode one, Amber is talking to AD, who said, he said the same fucking thing word for fucking word to her about the dad, about the running away with her, about all of the fucking things in the show. Fuck my life. I wanted to jump off a cliff. Just please end it. I hate it here. This broke my heart. Matthew and AD, I was locked in, throwing away the key happily ever after. I was just elated by these people. Elated. And out of nowhere, heartbroken. Unbelievable what Netflix and Kinect get away with by ripping me in half all over again. That's it for episode one. That's a hell of a cliffhanger jumping into episode two. <sighs> Thanks, Netflix. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Netflix completely ripped my heart out with Matthew and AD. How will things unfold? But first, Johnny is playing chess with it, uh, against himself again. Uh, Matthew comes in and Trevor and Jeremy begin to unpack who Matthew is seeing. Uh, he's been very close to the best about everything. Trevor said his number one is Chelsea. And Jeremy said he is looking for someone who is fun and spunky. And Sarah Ann, Sarah Ann fits that type for him. Um, definitely interesting because, you know, you got the you got a little bit of a love triangle. You know what I mean? We got several love triangles. We're, you know, developing early on in the process. Jimmy, Jessica, Chelsea, Johnny, Amy, Sarah Ann, Matthew, AD, Clay, maybe AD and Clay. Who knows what happens? Um, uh, but it was Laura that they are talking up, uh, talking each other up a lot. They bond over OCD. Um, we got that going on. We got, um, I feel like there's a lot more in the pods than we've ever seen before. Um, you know, the ladies are kind of getting jealous. We've got, we've got Jeremy and Sarah Ann talking and he mentions calling someone else, uh, calling someone else her name. Uh, I, you know what? These, 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 Outside of him spelling his name Jeremy, very, very weird. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jeremy and Sarah Ann here. Uh, I do think that they're kind of cute together. And uh, I'm interested in exploring um, them a little bit more here. Um, Amy and Johnny are talking about and bonding over things. He is singing to her. I wish he would literally stop singing in the pods. That would make me very, very happy. They talk about their biggest fears, and it's his brother, and he's on the spectrum. Her dad is um, the legal guardian. I'm sorry, her brother um is on the spectrum her dad is the legal guardian and if something happens to her dad she would be the guardian of her brother she gets a little bit emotional talking emotional emotional talking about her brother wanting uh more but it's hard because of what is wrong with him he tells her he wishes he could hold her right now because he's on the same exact page with her he says um, this process has changed his perspective on many different things. He says he asked um, he asked if she will see him tomorrow, and she said yes. Very sweet, very sweet, 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 sweet moment here. Johnny being very protective, being uh, very forefront, honest, and 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 helping support an an emotional thing that she needs. AD is talking about feeling goofy about how Matthew has treated her crazy. She mentioned that he said so the same things to Amber. She, uh, Amber, she is frustrated with what is happening and feels like an idiot. She is snapping because now she's reconsidering uh, things either cl well, with Clay because of it. Uh, AD talks to Matthew about the conversation he's having with Amber. She said she left validated and secure in what she said. Um, it really messed her up. He said, it's not true. He said, I said to you, I didn't say the same exact things to Amber. Uh, she said, I liked you a lot. Uh, she said their conversations mean everything to her. And he said, his feelings haven't changed. He said, when he walks into the room and knows it's her, his heart beats out of his chest. Uh, she's falling. Um, she said, it's falling, uh, hard. Like, is she falling for this like nonsense? Like I was conflicted there in that moment, you know? He talks the proposal and how he and she thought it wouldn't happen. He said, I'm not giving you an ultimatum. Uh, I, and I wanted to leave with her yesterday. He said he didn't say that to her. He said he was scared because she was having other connections. He said, I think I may have to make a decision. And she said, don't tell me. And he said he would choose her. He said, don't give up on me. And she's flustered. Clay in AD time. He said he wanted to apologize for how he acted. He said he needed someone. Uh, he needed someone to believe in him. 
She said, Clay feels like home, but Clay sounds like every man I would go for back home. She tells him about Matthew and how it got back to her in a personal way. Clay is fucking furious. Like he is pacing back and forth. He's like, are you not feeling me? Are you? He said, You're, uh, what love triangle am I in? He fucking snaps. He said, you're going to regret that. Uh, he fucking snaps again. He said, I can't fathom. She's talking to uh, a pe uh, to people. Like, what the fuck? Like, this this dude is a, like, like, Clay, we are on a reality dating show where you're supposed to meet other people and you're supposed to date one another. And then you're going to get engaged in a couple of days. And then you just stop talking to the rest of everybody. And then you talk, focus on one person, but you date the, you date the whole entire neighborhood. And then you find out who you want to get married to. This whole entire scenario is crazy. He said his ego is fucking with him. But he's trying to be understanding. Hopefully he sees her tomorrow. She said, I'm sorry I couldn't give you what you needed. She said she came in raw and he uh, reacted all fucked up. He said he is sorry for coming off aggressive. He's rocking with you. He wants to make it work and leaves. Poor, like, poor AD. She like picked two of the polar opposites of people and also kind of troubled dudes. Uh, Clay is pissed. AD and Amber are chatting things up. They reveal what Matthew said to each other. Everything is laid out on the table with Matthew Spoon. The same exact thing to both of them. Uh, neither thought that it would be like this, and they both embrace. Amber said she feels bad because AD was a friend and she didn't like this. Uh, she said, I think the same. I think it's time to bow out. Um, Clay storms in, coming in hot. Uh, he said his day was horrible. He said it got wild. He said Matthew is a wild card, and he went off. Uh, he didn't know he had it in like this. He said he was on his high horse, and he said he doesn't like having competition with people he doesn't feel like are on his level. Uh, what? Um, we got a little introduction here, a little Brittany and Kenneth vibe going on. These two seem quite smitten. They're both teachers. They both love God. He talks about his mom passing away of cancer at 12 years old. He had planned um, and he had to plan her entire funeral. Like this just, he's the most loving, heartwarming guy you'll ever see in your entire life. She said her father passed away at five years old due to drinking. They talk about their younger ages. I love just how they talk about life and, and they're just having the serious conversations in some aspects, kind of revealing some backstory on, on on how they became the people that they are um she asked how many babies he wanted he said at least two and if she if he would be open to having twins and said yes i guess twins run her family uh amy and johnny are back at it he slips in almost says i love you um but then he finishes it um she gets all mushy um it was kind of adorable like it was just like a little cute moment like they just kind of love you yeah. oh shit i accidentally said it and um, she talks to the women, is very excited. She's like fully in. Um, Amy and John, like they, they Amy and Johnny, they're just like they're it, you know what I'm saying? Like they just have this instant, like boom. I think, I think that's going to be our first, uh, first couple here. Jimmy and Chelsea are talking, and she apologized for leaving him, um, the way that he did. He said that the divorce isn't a deal breaker. Describe, uh, and they just start talking about describing the perfect day. He said, somewhere tropical, a beach, a cold beer. Um, and Jimmy needs to take, uh, she says, you see yourself with being someone. He said he's here to find a wife and to be with a person he has the closest connection with. He pauses. Things get a little bit weird. She says, people, um, this is an interesting thing. And I am sure that Chelsea is going to be ran through the ringer for this. She said, people say her celebrity lookalike is Megan Fox. And he freaks the 
fuck out. Out. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, that was definitely something there. He freaks out. I feel like she did it on purpose. I feel like he knew that he has a connection with somebody else. He knew that he has a connection with Jessica. And that connection is strong. So why not just drop the subtle hint of, oh, I look like Megan Fox. No, like, what are you doing here? I, I don't understand. Um, shouldn't be allowed either. Like, you should not be allowed to talk about your looks. But second off, she doesn't look like Megan Fox either. Uh, Jimmy is talking things up with Dion. He said if he, he's not sure if he's ready to be a father yet. Jessica's missing her daughter. He said... You will always be able to lean on him. He starts asking about his her daughter. Jimmy does asking about her daughter. He asks if she wants more kids, and she said she'd love to have more children. Um, you know, she has five siblings: his parents, husband, and wife's. His parents both passed away. His parents, husband, and wives both passed away. His mom adopted his husband's kid. Uh, that was really adorable. She says. Her biological parents had Jessica and they both struggled with drug addiction and her dad went to prison. Her mother spiraled out of control and went into foster care and her dad got out of prison. That only lasted a year, a year and then he committed suicide and went back into foster care. She said she met with her God-given family and they adopted her when she was 16. They admit to liking one another. Um, Definitely, you know, Jimmy definitely finds himself in quite a pickle here. Um, I definitely love Jessica. I think she's one of my favorite contestants that have ever been the cast members that have ever been in Love is Blind. Um, uh, it, she just has this strong personality, knows what she wants, kid, very vocal, very upfront about everything, very love, very much love. Trevor said he knows he wants to be with Trevor and Chelsea time. He said he believes that Chelsea is the one. He said that for uh, for her, just, just he just wants to propose. She said, um, you might have a mullet. And then he actually does. She said, I'm a sucker for a mullet. She gets excited. Um, and guess what, guys? Guess what? Drum roll. We are about to get our first proposal. Woo, 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 woo. Johnny gave me time. He bought her flowers. He said, my reason for being here uh, is because of her. They become best friends. He has two promises. First one, he's not perfect and messes up a lot and wants her to correct him. She said, no problem. Um, it's time. We have our first proposal. I love it. I just really, really, really love it. Uh, the men's room is not going as well, though. Clay is giving Matthew the death stare. Nobody likes this dude at all. It's AD and Matthew time. Matthew said he's going to go, he's going through it and starts to cry. He said he knows, he, he says to her, you know that Amber left, right? And he said, it's about me. And she calls him, like she straight calls his ass out. She said, I still like you. Her reality was manipulated a little bit. She really wanted to go through this journey. He said, it's been tough for him today. He said, it hurts because he never felt the way he did with her before. He said, I got an entire country of America on his side. She calls him out for wanting the process as she has seen it work. He said he doesn't like the way she sounds and wants her to be honest with him. She said, yes, that she's made another connection. And he said he can't commit to the plan she wants and he is done. She says, you sound devastated. It's because of Amber. He said, yes, because I broke someone's heart on national TV and did the same thing to her. He said, America is going to be watching. What? Episode ends with AD saying, okay, bro. He walks back into the men's room and says, I'm going to get Amber. Uh, 
And then, of course, we get a little cliffhanger of Johnny and Amy getting ready to meet for the first time. Matthew, 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 man. I was rooting for you. I really was. And that was the end of episode two. But Matthew, you had a chance to really, really do it, man. And yeah, ripped our hearts out in 65 pieces, man. On episode three, you guys. Johnny and Amy are getting ready to meet. We get a little sweet moment. The two share a kiss and then go on to like full on makeout session. I love it. Love it quite a bit. He said, you are so beautiful. He gets down on one knee and like these two are just adorable together. I really feel like from the get go, them being our first couple, it's like I was enamored. You know what I mean? Like they really have a great connection together um and i feel like they're they really feel like this these two can go the long way you know what i mean i really do they might not be the flashiest couple we've ever seen on the show but sweet somber could possibly be right in love right out the gate loving this quite a bit um let's see here i, I remember watching this and i was like i like them a lot and i can't wait for them to break up because of some random alien came out of the sky and tackled johnny and connect was like we need to spice things up on me just because I start liking anybody I like normally doesn't make it to the altar. Clay is talking to Jamal. He said he's starting to break down and cry. Jamal uh, hilariously like pats him on the shoulder. He says, uh, I feel like a good guy. He said he wants to, he has a defense defense mechanism up and just wants to be uh, appreciated. Um, I really feel like AD is kind of fucked either way, whether it's Matthew or Clay. Um, Clay at AD time. He said, I thought about you all last night. He says, sorry about how I acted. She said he triggers something from her in her past and she doesn't like being yelled at. He said, uh, he was boo-hoo, boo-boo-boo crying, and she liked the fact that he would cry and says his weaknesses, uh, says weakness not to show emotion. She calls him out about what he said, not about getting on knees because of her looks. He said he won't give up and will keep fighting. She calls him out about the looks, right? About not getting out. He said he's not going to get on one knee without knowing about her looks. And he says he won't give up, but will keep fighting. I don't, that really didn't answer the question. Oh, look, I don't like Clay. I think he's a, a player, and I really feel like I, I'm not a big fan of Clay. Nothing against Clay himself, but I just feel like he's a little bit of a player here. Uh, Kenneth and Brittany time, he decided to uh, do go paintings and salads. She said, I love you. Uh, go, Kenneth. Uh, she said she was starving. Um, did you hear that? She says she was starving. Uh, she said, what's your ethnicity? And he said, black. And she said, white. He said, are you comfortable around and shut him down, like write him automatically and said, yes. She said, what do you think I look like? And he said, long hair, but she wouldn't confirm. Uh, she said, you sound stout, a good height. He said, what's a good height? And she said, respectfully, I hope you're not 5'4". And he said, I am. Again, back and forth banter, really, really enjoying it. Um, they start talking about intimacy. Um, she came into this wanting to wait till marriage. And he said, they love it. Um, again, massive respect for these two. Um, I, I really feel like um that they have a really good connection here um obviously those really haven't had a like a, a level you know we haven't seen them with anybody else other than those two so strong as, as strong as can be Lara and Jeremy time uh obviously we got Lara Jeremy and Sarah Ann in this little bit of a love triangle action going on here um she said uh, she asked if she snores and he says yes and then of course he talks about his sleep apnea uh, machine. Uh, he said he didn't bring it with him and said, what are you going to do on our honeymoon? And he said, he won't, uh, we won't be sleeping. Hilarious. 
Uh, not sure how I feel about those two yet, but um, it's definitely interesting. Um, Jeremy says Lara is his number one, but Sarah is the wild card. She brings up her Botox and how her eye is drooping. She says she likes to take pictures. He asks how many followers she has on Instagram. She said 4,000, and he goes, that's a lot. She says she got 31,000 on the TikTok. He said, what about an OnlyFans? Um, she said yes, but was joking, kind of, and they talk about politics. She's a conservative. She has a lot of friends that are more left than and doesn't judge them. Um, abortion is brought up, and she said if two people have sex, they should take responsibility for action. He said uh, rape should be on the table. He said, in his opinion, he's a man, shouldn't be making the choices. Um, I don't have a doubt in my mind that this entire conversation is going to cause a whirlwind for a lot of people. Um, but moving right along, his father is dead and he said he would want her to take, well, he wants to take her to visit his grave in Florida. He said he doesn't say that to anyone uh, and keeps his life private. He said he grabs a chair and a book and just talks to him. Um, she asked if he told anyone else that he said no. He says, I do think very highly of you. I wonder why she asked if he had said this to anybody else. I don't know if that has anything to do with Matthew. Uh, Kenneth said she's going to be first, the first white girl he's ever dated. He said his family doesn't care. He got Britney Flowers. He said he could never imagine he'd fall for someone in this unorthodox way. He said he doesn't doubt she is the one he belongs with. We got proposal number two. So we've got two proposals right out the rat, right out the gate without really any love triangles like these were the gun-ho these two are it period uh love it so kenneth and Brittany, johnny and amy uh jessica is crying she feels like she loves jimmy and, and believes he is the one but my goodness chelsea's in the picture one of the folks are going to have their heart broken it's jimmy and jessica time love is wine we got gold wine bottles he cracks his knuckles and it makes her mad she said that's ick for her <laughs> she asked what his social media following is like and talks about following random people she said it's been a random problem in her past she said she doesn't want him following other women and doesn't want him lusting over naked women she said i have zero tolerance for that um i mean i don't hate that i mean that's not yeah i mean okay that's just the that's not a horrible ask to ask a man not to be drooling all over, you know, other women on social media. I don't I don't see how that's a problem. But uh, she has come to the conclusion that he is her person. She says she, she said ugh, she said she wants him to explore his other option. But once uh, she wants to be the first round pick, she said he appreciates she is blunt. And he said he's here to find a wife and she has to um, and she has him in a chokehold. He said tonight was fun and he's going to bed very happy. Jimmy is in a very much a pickle. We have a Jimmy, Chelsea, Trevor are talking about their love triangle. This was to this was to me like was super, 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 super funny. You know what I mean? Like we have Trevor. Okay, so we've got Jessica, Chelsea, Jimmy. And then we have Trevor, Chelsea, and Jimmy. Like it's such a funny dynamic here that Jessica could really theoretically be with Jimmy and Chelsea with Trevor and everything would be kumbaya. You know what I mean? Um, Jimmy said, uh, I'm dating you just as much as he is dating the other girls, which was pretty funny. It's Chelsea and Jimmy time. She brings up that she talked to Jessica about them dating and made it, uh, and it made Jessica mad. He said, Trevor said nothing but good things. Uh, these two share a heart to heart and said, you are here who I came for. 
You are who I came here for. Uh, she said, you are not everything I've ever, you are everything that I've ever wanted in my entire life. Do you really know that? Do you really know that? I'm intrigued by that statement. Do you really know that he's everything you've ever wanted? Because what if he comes out not looking like what you like? Stuff and interesting. Uh, Trevor said he narrowed down his list to one and it being Chelsea. It was his only date and the only one that he wanted. He said he wouldn't want to push her to close out any relationship, but he says he knows. Um, will care for her the way, and he says he knows nobody will care for her the way that he does. He told her he loved her, and he said, how does that um, make you feel? And she says, I think I'm going to pass out. Chelsea finds herself in very much a pickle. Uh, with Trevor and Jimmy, she said she is over the moon right now. Let me stop right here and say this. Many people on this show have said multiple things to the same person to explore this opportunity. Now, with the deeply personal stuff like Matthew did is slightly messed up, but it's part of the game. You're trying to find love. So I don't really hate everybody exploring their options. I don't think you can criticize people for exploring more than one person. How do you know? You know what I mean? You're This is a short window and you want to be a matter of fact about finding the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with in this short window, in this short experiment. So date however many people you can. Uh, Chelsea goes back to the girl spot and is befuddled. She said, this is all hard. Jessica is off in the cut and not thrilled at all. She says, I don't want to make a wrong decision. And that is it for episode three of Love is Blind season six. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on the podcast side of things. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the first three episode breakdown of Love is Blind. We're only getting started. I will have my next episode will drop on Monday of episodes four, five, and six. Uh, Tuesday, the episode seven traders breakdown will uh, recap will drop as well. Lots of content coming. Be patient with me, guys. I hope you guys check out as much as you can. Um, it's that time of the year where I've got a lot of things going on, a lot of different shows cooking in the kitchen. But at the same time, <laughs> we also always sometimes have some dry, spe dry, dry spells um, with shows as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Love and Reality Podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.